What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is the little brother Jace. How you doing, bro? Shot? Doing good. How you doing? I'm sorry, that was Chief's way of doing it. Hey, how you doing, guys? Coolin'. And Chief, since Jace stole your thunder, you gotta come in with the super excitement. How are you tonight? How you doing, guys? That, that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. All right, let's start going. We got a lot of stuff to bring up, talk about, and discuss. So let's jump right into it. So yesterday, or today, the days run together on me. We got the big reveal that Tales of the Walking Dead, an anthology series featuring new and old characters from the Walking Dead series, will begin 2022 for AMC. I am excited about this because of the potential for dead characters to come back. So we could see possibly an episode where Carl and Glenn and Abraham are on a desperate attempt to get some supplies. We may see an episode where the governor is running his group, his town with no problems from that pesky Rick and his organization. And maybe the saviors, we'll see a spotlight on the saviors where everything's running copacetic and nobody's killing Negan in the middle of the night. Who do you guys want to see in this series? Who do you want to see come back? Who do you want to see profiled? Maybe it's just Herschel and the girls on the farm. I was actually going to say, once The Walking Dead is actually over, I would actually like to see kind of the adventures of Maggie and Herschel on their way when they're after Maggie's like destroyed like three or four communities, like what they had to do to survive. Like that could be like kind of like what if episode where you get like every now and then flashbacks and shows about what they did to survive. So I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, we could see Maggie's crew with Elijah before he started taking the mask off and losing his intimidation factor when he was just coming through like snake eyes and just and yeah. But she'd be a really good one. We could maybe see her in, uh, what's the lady's name, Georgina? She's got like five communities. That, I mean, we, I mean, she had, what, five years? Like nine. No. Like nine years, we don't know what happened to her, right? No, 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 no. She was there because um, she saw what happened like right around the start of the Whisperer War. Like she left right before then or, or she left. After the nine years with Rick, and I think before the whispers yeah. came, then she she had rolled out. Oh no, that doesn't make sense because that would mean like continuities all over like, the place. Yeah, like what's his name? Okay, because I was like uh, Herschel should have been with him, but I think I thought Herschel was like almost a baby, and she left to go with Georgina. Wrong. I'm pretty sure she saw the end of the Savior War with Negan and crew. And that's when Rick bounced. Okay. And at some point from maybe when, maybe she didn't see Rick go. I, I feel like she did. Maybe she missed that point. I don't know. I anyway, the point is Maggie has a lot of storylines that she could go to. Chief, how about you? Who do you want to see? Maybe we see some T-Dog back before everything went haywire. Maybe he's helping a young Carol where she's still afraid at the sight of a walker. Rolling with Sophia. I guess we'd have to... I guess we couldn't have Sophia. Because Sophia is probably like a grown woman now. Uh, 
So, uh, I guess at this point we we could just go back just a little ways and maybe see the adventures of Michonne, um, where she went off to, what what she been doing, uh, yeah. you know, uh, that might be interesting. I don't, yeah, I've always wanted to see the characters when the when the cities first started to fall. I think that would have been it. Because kind of when, when Rick, when you see Rick and they go back to the city with the tank, you know, the city's already fallen. Kind of be interesting to see how it happens. Like a, like a World War Z thing. Remember in the beginning of it, how they were driving through the city as the chaos started? Um, I think that would be kind of interesting to see uh, that type of thing. Because even in the other one, what's the, what's the name of it? The, the we, uh, yeah, we yeah, the Walking Dead startup. That's what seemed like it was going to make it interesting. Yeah, so they never really started doing that. Uh, right, so they, I think they left the city too soon. Got on the boat. I think there was plenty of stuff to. But <laughs> oh man, that boat thing was just that killed me. It was like y'all had a foolproof way of surviving in this this dead universe. All you have to do is go ashore, maybe every two months. Pick up some supplies, bounce, get back on the boat. These fools, y'all just leave the boat. Nobody stay on the boat. And clearly, the boat's going to be here when we come back. I'm like, get out of here, man. And not, only, not only that, but then they're telling other boats where they are. Right. Here's right. my location. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just thought there was, there was plenty of city uh, uh, city stories still to tell. And, you know, or the hotel before the Fear of the Walking Dead crew came through. Let's shine a beacon. Let every walker know we're here. That Fear of the Walking Dead crew did some stupid stuff those first three seasons. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm looking at a photo back from season one. And that was, I guess, just 10 years ago. But man, Daryl looks so young. So does Glenn and Maggie. And it's just like, boy, they're going to have to do some... Uh, Disney Marvel CGI to get these guys to look as young as they did back then, depending on how far back they go with these old stories. And I'd like to Let's see, see Abraham, Rosita, and Eugene, because they mm-hmm. could throw their old crew before they got whittled down to those three before they met up with Rick. And I think those three can still look relatively young enough from when they started out that those adventures could be kind of cool. So definitely something I'm interested in seeing. And we will talk about the actual season or the mid-season break later. All right. So Legends of Tomorrow. I know you guys are still devoted watchers of this show. The 100th episode is coming up. And because that's a super special milestone, they decided to bring back the old band. And... By most of the old band, I mean, we've got Ray back. We've got both members of Firestorm. We've even got Captain Cold, even though we barely called him that on the show. Hawkman is actually going to be here as well. And the guy that got everything started for this team, Rip Hunter, is going to be there. Chief is nodding off. I think he fell asleep at the mention of Legends. He's like... Head down, eyes closed. He's done with Legend Talk. So, 
I'm looking at this this picture with everybody here, and I'm just like, who are half of these people on this show? Are you gonna watch this just to see the old Legends crew reunited and with these this team that looks like they're literally going to a work function? They look like they're the stock photos. If you were just grabbing a office mates talking at a desk, that's what the Legends cast looks like. There's no one in costume outside of Rip Hunter and his kind of Western look and Hawkman. Hawkman looks severely out of place as he actually looks like he's actually in a comic book costume. Shayera coming back? No, she's not there, which is interesting. Well, apparently, to kind of explain, the cast had to do a rigorous um, COVID testing. So anyone who showed up had to like quarantine and do all this stuff where they weren't around anybody just for however long they were on this episode so the gist of this one is Gideon is now a human and uh, I needed to actually write these names down Astra and Spooner have to help her remember the legends I know you know who Spooner is but yeah those are apparently the newer members of the legends team I know Astra because she was there uh, two years ago but Spooner is a new character that I have no idea who is who she is. But I thought it was weird that there's no heat wave. That was the one I was kind of like, where's where's Mick? You have Captain Cold, but no Mick. So, and he just I, left. No, I I think the legends. Um, after the season one, he really started. I mean, like season two, I think the Dominators crossover after that they just became a they were fighting the legion of doom in season two season two is still solid i'm sorry it's okay whatever they decided i mean costumes for comic book heroes were just passe was just the point where it's like y'all are just dumb i mean it's like even having bringing john constantine on really wasn't enough to bring me back because it's like they just found ways to get dumber and sillier i I know like you know on the reviews on lylesmoviefile.com um you do review them and say they're entertaining. But to me, it was never, it, once they got out of the comic book part, I stopped having interest in them, except for the crossovers. And then when they hit the point where they're rotating cast of anybody who had any semblance of a legend from the first season was over, I was just like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay that I am not continuing with the show because... I don't need to be. I don't need another show that I'm only going to be mildly be entertained on every week. So I just cut it and I don't look back. And even for the 100th, I'm still probably going to be like, no, I'm good. Especially because John Constantine has to be a new character because HBO Max says <laughs> reasons. I hate how Warner's does everything because they just do dumb stuff. Like with this episode two weeks ago on Star Girl. I guess last week, I'm almost caught up. I just didn't watch last night's episode. But they had the JSA, and we can't have Hawkman, we can't have Dr. Fate, you know, two pivotal members of the team, just because they're going to be in the Black Adam movie. And it's like, who is over there making these bonehead decisions of who can be on what because it's confusing to people? It's like, we get it. There's a multiverse. Why don't y'all understand that we can comprehend we're in the comic books and we understand that DC has multiple worlds and it's okay. We don't have to go, hey, look, here's Barry Allen. 
played by Grant Gustin. Oh, there's Barry Allen, played by Ezra Miller. That's okay, but we're too confused and too dumb to figure that out. Widespread. It's like they just they play by those rules when they want to and when they don't. Because yeah. it's, it's just like it's like, hey, you you have you've already had a Hawkman, so bring bring back you're bringing back a Hawkman, so. Why is that not confusing to have a separate Earth that has another Hawkman? Huh. You've already shown pictures of him, so you just need to cast a dude and put him in a costume, which could conceivably be the same dude who was Hawkman originally. Look, yeah. Hawkman gets reincarnated and killed all the time. You don't even have to make it that confusing. He could just be the white guy version from the 40s. Who gets killed? I'm sorry, I don't even know when jsa and star girl takes place i'm not hating on star girl because i really love what they've done this season that was just one of those deals where it's like oh man i want to see more than four members of the jsa at a time i think that was the crux of my yeah you know, I, I was intrigued by you said like the rigorous covid testing i'm like now was that the reason they only had four members of the jsa because it was like we're only going to have one scene with these guys so let's just go with four guys to keep the numbers down i, w- I would like to see more that's just me. But they did have John Wesley ship as the Flash. I thought that was cool. Anytime you can work him in as a Flash from any era, I'm down with it. Hey, Chief, are you going to watch this Legends 100th episode? Uh, no. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Legends. What? I don't. Not one. Not the first. Le- the first Legend. The 25th. The 50th. The 75th. And now we're here at the hundred. I don't even. I didn't even know there was a hundred episodes of Legends still in there. I will say um, Legends is the most consistent of all of the Arrowverse shows. They after they decided we don't need to take the show seriously anymore. Let's make it more of a comedy. It's been solid. Um, it's not a superhero show, but and I think they were fine as long as there were enough recognizable characters. I think they made a bad call when they let Ray go. Because it was like, well, what are y'all doing now? And it's just a bunch of random characters kind of thrown together. I haven't watched the last season to vouch for its quality. But before then, it had been fun, funny, and entertaining. So if you have like a random moment where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to give this thing a shot. It's not terrible. And it's definitely better than the last season of Flash, Supergirl, basically in general. And yeah. These last you know this funny thing is picking, picking the cheese out of your toes is better than Supergirl. You know what I mean? That's that's just more productive. You know what I mean? What what beats Supergirl? You know what I mean? Toe cheese chicken. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, and, and even in your description of Legend, it, it didn't sound very advertising. Um, so yeah, uh, and I, in the Flash, I didn't watch a single episode of the Flash this year. That was so I haven't, watched, I haven't watched Supergirl. I haven't watched Flash. I'm not a Legends guy. I didn't see Black Lightning this year. I just, I, you know, I think I'm just kind of. I don't know if I'm super personed out or the writers have just. I and, and the bad part is Star Girl was good last year. I wanted to catch up on it this year, and I haven't. I mean, I guess I got to go to Apple TV or whatever and see if I can, you know, stream it. Um, I I was able to, I did watch Kung Fu this year um, and a couple other new 
TV things that came on, but none of our familiars from 2020 and 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 before. I just I was I was out. I was I was tuckered out, man. Um, and <laughs> I and, and I think that your man, uh, what's the name, Francisco? You know, he left the show, and I I, I didn't even like I. I've never saw an episode with a held him on the show, and I don't even know if he's missed. What was, what was his uh, What was his powers? He what was blurred? His, what was his, his thing? powers were guilt for having powers, so he decided right. to lose them, but then use an uh, artificial way of creating the same powers. He was so terrified of yeah. using. Yeah, and then this whole frost split yeah. I mean, two. It, it just got crazy, man. Flash, it just got crazy. Flash was, Flash was awful. I, I was really you know I mean? in the season like, in general, and it was really bad. Like there, there's like no a hysterical person that you can't slap. You know what I mean? You just kind of you want to shake them and then you know calm down, and you can't do that. You can't do that with Flash. You know, so you got to you, you got to suffer through that thing. You just there's ah uh, the whole episode is just wild, and I just got through that. I you know what I mean? So uh, you know, I, I tapped out, man. I tapped out, and I'm better for it. I think so. Um, I know, would definitely I, recommend watching Stargirl. It has been really, I really good. Like, if you like the first season, I think this one has been better. Um, not that I thought season one was bad by any means. I just think that they're not insulting me as I watch it. When things happen from episode to episode, I'm like, that makes sense. Okay, that's pretty smart. I don't feel myself going... This is so stupid, but I'll keep watching it because I like the characters, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, this is good. I'm on it. So, yeah. Watch Stargirl. Uh, Superman and Lois is solid, too. Well, there's Superman and Lois is solid. Stargirl has go, is, go, is continued with the uh, CW verse, Arrowverse trend. First season's good. Second season's better. It's the third that we always kind of, all right, is how's this going to be? Like, I mean, Black Lightning had the weirder trend. It was like the first season was good. The second season was questionable. And that might have been why it didn't even get to 100 episodes, which I still find kind of interesting. The fact that Legends got to 100 and Black Lightning was not able to. Black Lightning was a really pro-black show. Legends is a check your brain in the door show. So I understand just from the general population, you know, general viewing audience, why Legends would keep cranking out versus Black Lightning. They just, Black Lightning needed the the CB4, I'm Black, y'all, soundtrack running through every episode, basically. In addition to And I'm Black and I'm Black and I'm Black. Yeah, exactly. It was was unapologetically (laughs) Black. So if you're down, it's like, yes, this is my show. If you're not, it's like, "Eh, all right, cool. Let's ease up on the Black. The action-packed thriller American Insurrection is now streaming on Redbox. After a powerful militia seizes control of the U.S., a group of friends try to escape the growing violence and will do whatever it takes to survive. Stream American Insurrection instantly on Redbox today. It's rated R from my friends at Paramount Pictures. And I'm giving away copies of this digital version so you can check it out and watch it at your leisure all you got to do, hit me up at lawsmoviefiles at gmail.com and I'll send you a pass. That's all you need to do. So check out American Insurrection this weekend.
we've got some exciting news from the ones that actually understand how to build a universe and keep cranking out great stuff. Disney Plus Marvel. is now rumored to be doing a <laughs> Disney Plus series of Monica Rambeau, uh, a.k.a. Captain Marvel 2, a.k.a. Photon, a.k.a. Spectrum, etc. So this is very exciting to me because Captain Marvel 2, I'm not going to bother with all these other code names she's had over the years. Um, she's a great character. A member of the Avengers during Secret Wars. So she had a really strong profile in a featured Marvel event. And she's just a great character. Tiana Paris knocked her out in WandaVision. She's going to be in the Marvels, which is Captain Marvel 2, the movie. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with her. And I'm loving the idea of how Disney Plus is focusing on minority characters for their shows. We're getting some really quality shows. Captain the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We've got Armor Wars. We've got Miss Marvel coming. Uh, there's so much stuff featuring characters that wouldn't get a profile in a movie. Echo's another one. We're getting Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac. So it's just a ton of great stuff coming. I am excited about this. There's also going to be potentially a Ten Rings spinoff from Shang-Chi. And so I assume that's going to feature and focus on his sister. That's another cool way for them to go. And it'll be interesting if they just take the villain route where they're just a bad guy group. And maybe we have some random street level heroes fighting them, which could be potentially really great. Or they're just like a down the middle group where sometimes they're good, sometimes they do bad stuff. What do you guys think about this? And also, we are getting uh, Agatha spinoff as well. Chief, what do you think about all this Disney Plus news? And are you still down for what they're doing? This you can't lose, man. It's it's almost like knowing the numbers to the lottery when you play it. <laughs> you know, it's a, they, you hit every time, baby. You know, the the, the numbers are four, twenty two, eighteen. You know what I mean? That's You're just looking at your ticket, like <laughs> that's my ticket. <laughs> you, you know, um. You know, they got She-Hulk coming out, right? Right, right, right. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, you know, and that was that was that's one I'm really looking forward to. Um Disney Plus is just listen. You some of these things that you sign on to, like, for example, shutters going up. They keep sending me text messages that we're going up in our price. I don't look at Shutter that often. You know, they got some... But, you know, sometimes you go to it when you want some horror. I, I wouldn't say it's worth almost 60 bucks a year. Um, Netflix, you know, you got some good things. You know, some some decent things on Netflix. Uh, but, again, Netflix isn't worth the, the price of it every year. But, you know, it's not a bad subscription service. You go to Hulu, eh, it all depends on what you're into, live TV, yada, yada. Like, I, I got Hulu because I watched, like, The Rookie and certain things on it. And I think it's got the Demon Slayer anime. By the way, season two just came out on that. Um, but Disney is the only app that I feel has given me more than what I've paid into it. Um <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. where I'm, where I'm like, yo, oh, if this shit was seventy five dollars a year, it'd be worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus, 
you know, you know, whatever, whatever. I don't know. It was like fifty bucks a year or something at the one I point. Think that's what it started. I think if you got in early, you could get it for fifty dollars for the first three years, which was a yeah. killer deal. Right. So it was something. It was something real cheap, and and you. It, they've over, you know, like if it was a if it was a player, it's Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? He's, he's <laughs> on, on the rookie contract. contract. Yeah, he's outplayed his contract. Yeah. So, and that's how Disney gives you the content. They are actually outplaying that contract. You know what I mean? And if they went out on the went up on the price, you couldn't be like, well, nah, hell nah. This is you know, <laughs> like you know, you're like yeah, we gotta pay him. They give you, yeah, they give you enough content where you like, okay, listen. Uh, I saw I saw Luke Skywalker earlier this year. <laughs> right, here's, you know what I mean. Here's my money. Yeah, here's my money. Take take my money. Right. You know what I mean, please. And 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 and, and no other uh, app, no other screening uh, streaming service gives me that feeling. Um, you know, I like Prime for its movies, and it, you know, you can come in, you can watch movies early. You know, you gotta pay for them, but you can watch. Certain stuff that's in the theaters, or you get it early, or whatever. Mm. That's 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 you know that's kind of a benefit for that. But Disney, that original content, all the time, it's like yo, I yo you outperformed what I what I hoped you would do. I mean, and 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 let's give let's and let's let's flip that because DC underperformed. Like like if you can look back on DC now. You wouldn't have gave them a dollar. Like your your content wasn't worth a dollar, and here's why: because at one point, everything you were watching on DC, you could see on CW. Except so what was the point? They had original I'm, content. It just got farmed out later, and it's like, well, that's not very exclusive. Yeah. That's not exclusive. Well, well, Young Justice was the only thing they actually had exclusive oh, right. until it actually ended. But, but I mean, Young Justice. I mean, you want to hang your hat on on Young Justice for? I for, would have before I watched season three. Like season three well, was well, okay, well, but I felt like if I'm paying money into your streaming service, I need y'all to have more black voice actors than Carrie Payton. Well, I'm just saying, but you would have paid. Fifty bucks, fifty bucks a year for Young Justice? No, yeah. I, I'm the, I'm saying that when Young Justice season two ended and it was just like it's done, and I was like, this sucks. The opportunity to see another season of Young Justice at the same quality of season one and two, yes, I'd have felt like that was worth it. I would have paid because that would be basically the Blu-ray season, you know, give or take twenty bucks. And I figured if they had anything else worth anything. That would have been worth the the subscription price, but they had a terrible well, rollout. Young Justice. I mean, I just feel like they needed more voice actors. I liked the season enough. I thought some of their attempts at diversity were a little whack. You know, just hey, let's let's I introduce mean, more characters, please. Adding the other factor was it was like the art went down from it season. Did. Right. It was like here's Dude, the picture. I do. It was if you looked at that art, it was just like you guys farmed this out to the wrong team. It was like. You guys could hire any anime studio to make a better, especially for us paying for it versus being on Comedy Central. Like, I expected better. That was on Comedy in, Central? Adding, I'm saying I'm, I'm uh, not Cartoon Network. Right, okay. It, it, I expected better. And they they didn't provide that. I was a little annoyed with that. 
Exactly. Yeah, All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Will Poulter made a lot of news this week because he is he was announced by James Gunn as being Adam Warlock in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. For those of you who have no idea who Adam Warlock is, before the movies, Dan Abnett and Andy Landing created this really exceptional um, version of Guardians of the Galaxy. And they had so many more characters than the five that we've seen in the movie. They included Mantis in in, uh, Volume 2. But she was a core member of the team. And they kind of worked in concert with Nova. Adam Warlock was a main key member. He had been around for a long time in the Marvel Universe. They put him onto the team, and he was a great character. They did exceptional stuff with him. I'm really excited to see what they do with Adam Warlock in this. Do you guys care about another member of the great team of Guardians of the Galaxy actually showing up in the movie? I'm I'm interested to like because how they were about to. I mean, like when the end of Guardians too, when we actually saw the cradle for Adam Warlock, it was like, oh wow, this is. I mean, like he, he's got. I mean, for uh, what was the race that he was from, Jeff? <laughs> they created him. I don't remember the actual race. You're going too far okay. in my non-Wikipedia right at my fingertips. Um, he was created as the perfect man in Jack Kirby and Stan Lee's uh, Fantastic Four. That's where he showed up, of course. Because, you know, they were creating an entire universe in Fantastic Four. And it was just amazing what they were doing. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, to look at that, how, I mean, get on to the side, how DC can't actually create characters that last now to see how Stanley and Jack Kirby created basically two comic book uni- empires, you know, and they stood the, stood the test of time. This is another, another commendable thing for them to, like, to have another, I mean, like, to have an actual character, a little, I mean, potential bad guy, I think that, I mean, like, I think that could be really cool, um, because, Adam Warlock should be almost like super OP and to have him actually be somebody like the Guardians can't just easily take out in five seconds and they still got to figure out where Gamora is going so I think I mean we have a decent movie I mean not I mean not even mention the fact we got Thor running around with him so I think we're in for a good movie I don't know I think Thor may be not that big a deal I think the Guardians connection with him is going to end with Thor Love and Thunder but hopefully he shows up. Okay. Yeah. Chief, do you care? You excited about another team member showing up on this group? I like the team as it was. I mean, I, I didn't... I, well, and, and what I'm saying is this. I'm not saying Adam Warlock shouldn't be added or not added or anything like that. I thought they were hilarious the way they are. Um, If they bring another guy and he's, he fits, that's fine. Um... As long as they're bringing back uh, Batista has a uh, drop. The whole crew's that dude, down. That dude has me crying every damn time, yo. When he was eating those chips. And he, <laughs> yo. So now, right. He's like, I'm moving so slow you cannot see me. Uh, man, listen. That dude is, you know, he's, he, he's hilarious as Drac. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I think that... They have a good chemistry with each other. Um, you know what I mean? Like, 
you you could actually see like they probably have a lot of fun doing the movies together. Yeah. So, um, whereas you know, uh, you know, and I hope that this guy he adds to to that chemistry. Um, now, you and know, then, Will you know, Poulter. Will Poulter was uh, the the son, quote unquote, and we're the Millers. So he has oh yeah, my man. Okay, comedic chops. He can do that. So depending on okay, how you yeah, play the character, exactly he'll be great. Now. Yeah, with the spider. Right. 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 Yeah, funny guy. Yeah, very funny. So, I assume they're gonna tweak his comic book origins character a little bit, but I'm sure he'll fit in fine. And I think that will be another great casting addition to the Guardians universe. One person we will not be seeing doing any superhero films at least for a while is Timothy Chalamet. His hero, who he declined to identify, said, "Don't do drugs." And don't do superhero roles. I am very curious who that hero is, his inspiration, who told him not to do this. Because at this point, if you're not doing a superhero movie, you're missing out on a big payday. Even if it's retroactive like Scarlett Johansson. Um, And it's just, there's so many Academy Award winners. And you just look at the, the roster of people who have won Best Actor, Best Actress, who've done... Superhero films. Heath Ledger won an Oscar for a comic book film. Um, Ben Affleck. Anthony Hopkins. Angelina Jolie. Do I want to say Halle Berry? Because her superhero movies suck. Really awful. Really terrible. But there are Josh Brolin. I mean, then there are the nominees. There are so many quality actors who've done superhero movies to go with the early 2000 mindset of, oh, a superhero movie. I can't do that. That would kill my career. Seems kind of stupid. What do you guys think? That seems very old school. I mean, like your hero might have said it, but your hero is wrong. I mean, I, I just I'm pretty sure most people will say, "Hey, I get that residual check in there." And being, I mean, get to the point. I mean, also remember the point. Char, um, Scarlett Johansson was complaining that her twelve million dollar check up front wasn't enough. I'm pretty sure. I could get over being the lead in a superhero movie if they're putting $12 million and then I get more money out of the box office. I don't know if Doom is going to, I mean, going to get you that. I don't know if that's going to be a jump off point for, you know, you know, big picture movies, but superhero movies and a Fast and Furious movie, those are the easiest way to get a paycheck, you know. So I'm, I'd never say turn down those roles at all. And even just if you're looking at it from an artist's integrity thing, they're really good comic book movies that aren't just smash and bash kind of stuff. We have Oscar winning directors, Oscar nominated directors who are working behind the scenes writing comic book movies. So it's not like, oh man, my career is going to be tarnished forever if I do this. Chief, what do you think? I think uh, these people, because they remember the old Batman, Adam West. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's at this point, man. Everybody who's done a superhero movie at this point has gone on to do other things. Like you, when you're not even, it's being a superhero is not even something you're pigeonholed into doing anymore. Um, first of all, if you're the star of a movie, you get anywhere between a three and five picture film where you're the star of that. I mean, but if you think, if we go back and we just go to 
let's just go back to when Batman's the Batman's first came out. It was uh Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, uh who you got Christian Bale. Yeah. Uh, we go to Robert Downey Jr. as uh, Iron Man. Uh, Jackson right? made his career off of doing comic book movies. Right. Right. Uh so none of these people have been uh you know this hasn't ruined anybody's career. None of these people have gone on and said, oh, well, you can't play anything else. Actually, it's enhanced. It's given them more, uh, you know, people see more of them. Uh, and Henry Cavill, who did the uh, Superman. He's done, like, 20 movies since Superman now. Um, you know, he's, he's on Netflix. He's doing Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. He's, uh, you know, he's everywhere. Uh, these, and, and then, right, so... You know, for somebody that says, just say you don't want to do a comic book movie, but don't say that. You know what I mean? Because even even uh, my man who does Loki, like uh, was it Tom Middleton or something like that? Tom Middleton. So he, you know, nobody's nobody's trapped in these roles. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and let's just imagine you the the money you bring home makes you feel better about everything. You know what I mean? So that you know. Uh, it's just nonsense. It's just somebody saying something to say it instead of just saying, "Hey, I don't want to do a comic book movie," which is okay. You don't, you know, you could just say that. Right. Hey, listen, I don't, I'm not interested in doing a, you know, a Marvel movie or DC movie. But don't say that, you know, don't don't spread that. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have people who are gonna say that. You know, I don't want to be this guy forever. You're you're nobody now, probably. <laughs> All so. Right. So here's another actor who turned down a big role. And I'm curious what you guys think about this, because I feel like we all dodged a bullet on this one. So Madonna said that she actually did turn down the role of Catwoman in Batman Returns. So instead of Michelle Pfeiffer, we could have had Madonna in that stitched up black leather outfit. Do you guys think we worked out okay not having Madonna instead of Michelle Pfeiffer? Tomato, tomato? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah, would it matter? I don't know if it would matter. I mean, I don't think Madonna could act anywhere close to Michelle Pfeiffer. She could have pulled off the sultry, seductive aspect, but I don't think she could have played the harassed secretary who was demure and mousy. I don't think she could have done that at all. So when she became Catwoman, it would have felt like this. I, eh, whatever. Donna was fantastic in Dick Tracy. See, if that's your frame of reference, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> I was going to think he was going to say desperately seeking Susan or something. <laughs> Dick Tracy, baby. <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie because I, I feel like the costumes and colors right. were okay. great. But I don't know if that movie's any good. I need to rewatch it. The colors would be popping on that movie in 4K. Absolutely. It was a real colorful movie. That's what yeah. I remember about it. Like uh, yeah. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Well, yeah. No, what's no, no, not that one. Hero. It, you know, that one. And then there was a movie with Jet Li Hero. where he was trying to get to the Emperor. And Hero. I remember that movie being real colorful. Hero. Yeah, yeah, Hero. I, I hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just remember that movie being real colorful. Oh, yeah. Right. It's very much so. Jace, you don't, you don't think it matter either? You were Chief? 
No, I, I think he did because so, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like, going back almost to the previous segment, it's like Michelle Pfeiffer was an Academy Award nominee, and she can act. It's just in Madonna. I, I mean, just remembering her role from uh, was it I Another Day? Uh, yeah, I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking we did. We pulled a knee on that one. Uh, yeah, she had a, a cameo, and it was still like, Ugh. well, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's why I say that because Michelle Pfeiffer wasn't. She was acting, but she was more. It was more of a, you know, and she was over kind of, you know. You know how they do the like back then in those Batman movies, they were kind of campy in a sense. And I and so like like if you're saying replace Madonna, uh replace Michelle Pfeiffer with Madonna and what lies beneath, hell no. <laughs> but right. We're I saying no to think Madonna but, could have even done it in a campy sense. Because I feel like she could not have done any of that. Like I can't imagine her having any chemistry with Michael Keaton. I just and, and playing off Christopher Walken, I just think she would have been really lame. I don't know because I mean, I mean, think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everybody freeze. Listen, freeze. You can't reference just... the worst Batman movie. Just... But that's how they were to me. That's how those Batman before oh, Christian Bale man. got into. Oh, wow. Listen, you need to just rewatch the Tim Burton movies. Those were good, and they still hold up as being their unique. Entry in the Batman. I'm not saying they got the movies were terrible. Batman forever. I'm I'm just saying that they didn't have a serious tone to them. True. Till then, they were all kind of just a little, you know, uh, like a step above the '60s. They weren't that foolish. They were, but they were still off of the off of the '60s, and then no right. took it. To that's what I'm life. saying. They had yeah. a, they had an aspect of silliness to them where. I think she could have, you know, just pulled off a, you know, roller with silliness, you know, meow, whatever. But <laughs> I'm gonna I mean, keep that soundbite of you meowing. I'm just gonna play that. That's cool, voice, Chief. All right, that's that's cool. Okay, all that. right. So so that's cool. You're okay with it. All right. So we watched the trailer, Scream's fifth entry, which is not Scream Five, but it's Scream. It's got. Pretty much all the surviving characters. Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. They're back. There's a whole new slew of victims. Uh, new kids to get killed by Ghostface. And I kind of like that trailer. How whoever Ghostface is was messing with the app with the door locks. It's like, now that's clever. And I feel like Scream 4 is kind of underrated. Because people were like, eh, why Scream coming back? But Scream 4 was actually pretty much right on the cusp of the whole influencer, celebrity, seeking mentality. And I think now it's probably holds up even better than it did when it originally aired. I think Scream 5 is going to be on that same trajectory even as we get to it. What you guys think of the trailer? Well, I, I mean, it's, it's funny, like, you talk about Scream 4 being underrated. I'm like, that's, I mean, it's like, if you, I, I thought it was, I thought it was perfect. Is it? I mean, it really was. Like, I mean, once you see who the killer is, you're like, oh, this makes so much sense. It's like, it's, I mean, it's like, and then you, see, I mean, just like, I mean, just even the trailer, you're like seeing the dude like freak about like 
this isn't Billy Lomas, you know, one dude in the in front. He's like, he's messing with your apps and your watch. He's like, oh gosh, and then the dude's actually in the house already. How I mean, that's the kind of stuff. It's like, oh okay, this this is good, and the fact that they're able to get all of the original cast you know, survived part three, four. Always, I mean, they that I think all of the members of Screamer Sparks, like, hey, y'all are calling with a paycheck. <laughs> I'm, there. I'm down, yeah. Even if we're gonna release this thing in January, which typically kind of scare the rest of us, it may not be good. But most of us who actually enjoyed see, I mean, I think anybody who saw Scream 4 enjoyed it. So I'm thinking we'll come back for Scream 5 and with the trailer, like, okay, you know, I'm down, yeah. I kind of feel like you where it's like, man, this is the fifth installment. Do we need to have the same three? But it's kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. It's not really a Halloween unless she's in it. So I'm perfectly fine seeing Dewey and Sydney and Gail chilling, hopefully surviving for whenever we get around to Scream 6. Chief, what do you think? I think that they called or snuck onto the set of Halloween saw that they were bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis, decided to bring back their... Uh, it's... The, the scene reminded me of the original one kind of with Drew Barrymore. Um, none of these... I, I, if, I think you have to be into the franchise, and I get the, like these hostels, the Saw... Halloween, Scream. Uh, I think you just have to, uh, Jason, you just got to like that movie because basically you're just paying to see that movie over and over again. I mean, that's that's basically what it is. So, uh, you know, is Scream going to bring any exciting new moments except for a couple of jump scares? Probably not. But if you like the franchise... Then you'll like scream, like you know what I mean. Uh, if you like Hagenas, you know vanilla. You eat Hagenas vanilla. You know it's it's what you expect when you go down and open up the freezer. Ah, oh, there it is. You know what I mean. Um, it's always waiting for you, and it's always delicious if you enjoy it. And I, I feel like this is how these franchises are. You know, you uh, I've seen every Hostel, and pretty much they were all the same in a sense. I saw all the saws. Pretty much, you know, and I've seen all these other movies, and I'm saying, hey, it's the same kind of movie. But if you like that type of movie, we'll go and see it. I mean, and I think this is like you guys enjoy Scream True. You know, you've seen Scream 4. I don't even, I think I popped out after 2. Uh, yeah, but, but not because I don't like them. It's just because I felt like I was just going to see the same damn thing over again. So... And then, you know, um, but hey, you know, I appreciate the fact that you are going to, you like the franchise. You got to keep it going. You know, maybe there'll be a Scream 32 around the time we pop out. Maybe so. And you guys will be in your 80s or 90s going to see it. Yes. In my, you hover, know? In my hover wheelchair. All right. Yes, sir. So it's that magical time of the week. Jace, I'm going to let you start. Who's your nominee for Dummy of the Week? Well, folks, my Dummy of the Week is Mr. John Gruden. I don't know that email can actually be retrieved after a couple of years. Uh, the fact that he decided he and uh, Bruce, Bruce, Allen. Allen, Bruce Allen, you know, be sh- trading around 
you know, pictures of cheerleaders and, you know, basically coming up with all the stuff you were not supposed to say and then typing it out in real letters. Not, you know, there, there's no emojis. There's no, we can't see. It's every word typed out in just like, you really said that in an email? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was in school and they had training. Like, here's what not to say in an email. And in fact, it's like years later, he's typing all the words out, no abbreviations, no. Well, he meant to say, no, he said explicitly this thing is so stupid, I should never say in an email. And you should actually not feel that way. Even I mean, it's like, it's even worse. It's like, oh, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Uh, your your emails tell you a whole different story. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't mean to I also have a homophobic and a misogynistic. I've got all kinds of bones in my body. And Man, there, there's some extra bones in here. I, I got some new ones. You ain't figured out what they called yet. I mean, and just and and like one somebody. I, I mean, no, he's like a, a cheerleader, and she was like, "Man, this this is again about the Washington football team." You know, there's other dudes that they were passing this email. There's some other guys cc'd on this, and now it's like none of them are stupid enough. They're all like, "Oh, please, just don't reveal us, and we'll be good." And I'm wondering how long Gruden was up at night after he got that Raiders job, just hoping, okay, did anybody, he checks his phone every day. It has his name in a Google search and a Google news alert. Okay. Nobody's found email. He lost. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, but I mean, it's like, and even like on, on, what was it on Friday when the story broke? It's like, uh, I'm thinking at that point, it's resign time. Like, do not like, don't go to the game because you know it is going to get worse. Like, just search your email, like inbox, Google. Oh gosh, I said that. Yeah, I gotta resign for personal yeah. reasons. Yeah, I, I gotta get out. I, mean, I gotta I get ahead well, of this story. I've got COVID or something. Get some some cheap sympathy. He was just like, man, the Bucks have like removed him from the Ring of Honor. <laughs> like, beat it, Chief. I know you had some thoughts on this too. You always can tell when someone has never had a real job. You know what I mean? Like, done any real work in their lifetime. Um, first of all, anyone who's any done anything knows not to send anything over the company email. You never do anything on company email. You don't, you don't send company to company. You don't send private to company. You don't do anything. If I'm going to say something that I shouldn't say, well, first of all, I'm not going to say it on the email. But if I got to say it, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, sometimes my mouth gets me in trouble, but it's going to come from my personal email to that person's email so that if it gets found out, I know who to punch in the mouth. You know what I mean? So now he's and, and this, you know, I, it doesn't, you know, none of this surprised me. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think when I see an older white person and they're saying something racist and people are like, oh, my God. I'm like, that's what older white people do. Like, they're from that time where, you know, they, they walk down, the, they walk outside and be like, hey, hey, oh, and okay. shot my shoe. So maybe not all of them, but, but certainly. Well, I'm not saying, but I'm saying that's, 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 that's that culture, older white folks is what I'm saying. Who are racist. So when you find out that an older white person has said something like that, it, it doesn't hit you in the face like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're from that era. They're from that era where that was cool. You know what I mean? Where a black person was your cab. You just hop on their back and just, you know, take me to 88th Street. You know what I mean? And they'd run you up. Like, you could do that. That was legal. So, here's the thing, man. 
Gruden, Bruce Allen, all these guys. You know it's all going on. You know if it was happening in the NBA or your favorite actor or it 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 is what it is. You know what I mean? Um they usually get caught because one thing about racists that normally hangs true is that they're stupid. You know what I mean? You you rarely find a smart racist. Um, even if they are in a position where they're making money, they're normally just not that bright. Um, so, you know, and, and, and here's the thing of it. You know, even though this has happened to him, other than not being able to coach a football team or do M, he's all right. John Gruden is going to live his best life. Um, you know, he's multi-millionaire. He's going to go to his house. He's still going to go on vacations with his... Like, nothing's going to happen. You can't cancel the money he's already made. Um, so, you know, we, we hear this. We understand what's going on. We've From the kneeling part, when, when owners were mad because blacks were kneeling, we knew there was racism going on in the... Um, you know, I'm surprised uh, the the, the uh, owner of the Cowboys wasn't caught up in something. You know what I mean? Jerry yeah. Jones. Uh, you know what I mean? Because I was looking, I was like, hmm. there, there's a reason that report is not going, is not being released. It is like, it is, it, again, that's what I'm saying. It's not a scenario where it didn't touch anybody else. It's literally, it's like, we had, we were, we were told to investigate the Washington football team. We saw these ridiculous emails that we have to mention, especially once the New York Times got them. It's like, so if there's a CC on any owner's plate, they need to get ahead of this as soon as possible, sell the team, or they will be forced to sell it at a discount. I, I think at this point, it's no surprise that some of this behavior football, I mean, the fact it's like how many black coaches, how many black owners do you have? Like, I mean, that's I mean, that helps you understand it. Some some of these folks think that it's it is the good old boy network. The fact that you now have I mean, it's like there's there's email traffic. Hey, it's 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 there. You just need to Figure out how to anyone who's not getting ahead of this, doing something is a complete idiot, and they deserve their dummy, dummy of the week, year or month. And that's that's my this and that's exactly to my point. The good old boy network. What is the good old boy? Older white men, good old boys. You you know what I mean from that era who do these things. But like I said, it's, it's no surprise. You shouldn't be surprised, John Gruden, and and I mean NFL. The NFL is. One of the most racist, you know, that mean, hell, we had to implement the Rooney rule, right? What they call the Rooney rule? Just to get them to interview black coaches. They didn't want to interview black coaches. We had to, we had to come up with a rule. So the NFL team, the NFL owners would, 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 would interview black players. They like, they're saying you have to interview five black players every year. I mean, five black people every year for, for a coaching job or a job. You know what I mean? Like, they made them. There's a rule that they have to do it. Why? They're, it's a racist organization. You love football. They've made money off the, off the, off the, off the backs of blacks. You know what I mean? You, you, you know what an all-white NFL team is? 0-17. You, you know what I mean? That's not going to... There'll be one good guy. That's the quarterback. The rest of them do. So this is this is what I'm saying. This is that network. This is that thing. This is what they do. I don't. I'm not surprised. I'm not even mad at Gruden. Like I'm just. It's not even one of those things where I'm like Gruden. You, you know, you bastard. I'm just like you know what? Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, that's expected. I expect that. Okay. My nominee is not the baby, but Fat Joe. He was trending because he said the baby is this generation's Tupac. That is incorrect, and it's an outright lie. I've heard exactly one the baby song, and I can tell you he is no Tupac. So, and he has tattoos, and he frequently raps without a shirt, and he wears his hat to the back. I think that's about where the similarities end for me. So, yeah, for that reason, Fadjo, you, sir, are my absolute dummy of the week. All right, well, fellas. Thank you, as always, for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed. Mm-hmm.